We used to be cool, a podcast for moms. We hope you'll join us each week as we pause the craziness to remember that we're not alone and that being a mom is actually really cool. Hey, everybody, welcome back to another episode of We Used to Be Cool, a podcast for moms. Um, tonight, we were supposed to have a guest, but um, she actually ended up not being able to make it. It was our our own mother. <laughs> and I thought it was going to be so good because she's an amazing mom, and she I was is. excited to talk about even when we were kids and things she did and and we'll have her on next season but we actually only have two more episodes left of this season this episode and then next week and then we're going to take a little break for the holidays but um yeah so it's just us tonight which is going to be fun <laughs> <laughs> so let's start Zan why don't you tell us what you have um, been up to with your kids lately what are they doing um, no school this week. So we did no school today, um, which I was kind of, I wasn't dreading, but I was like, what are we going to do? How are we going to entertain ourselves and not get stir crazy? Even though it's only, you know, a few extra days because Ethan doesn't have to work Wednesday. So it's really only two days that I'm on my own. So this morning we had some of our friends over and it was so much fun. The boys played good together and, um, the babies had fun. So it was good. But we're also trying to potty train right now because I know we're going to be home for a week. So Mosey is um, in the full thick of potty training. And he's doing really good. Today was our first day with no accidents. Oh, that is No good. accidents. And he's in bed, so I can say that confidently. <laughs> <laughs> he made it the whole day. Um, we started Saturday. So day three, and we're accident-free. What did you do today? Did you make him, did you force him to use the bathroom or did you just say, do you need to, do you need to? No, I forced him every 25 minutes, probably. <laughs> Literally. Like a puppy. And he went every single time, mm-hmm. Um, which is was not true for Murphy. So I feel like it's different for every kid because Murphy was like, and still is the type that could hold it forever. And so if he says he doesn't have to go, I don't have to worry about it turning into an accident because mm-hmm. he really doesn't. But Moses, like... He was going so, and every single time we cheered and got excited. And um, I already told you this, but every time that he does, Murphy's like, yeah, that's my boy. (laughs) And it's so sweet. And it's really fun. So we're all (laughs) celebrating together. And Moses is really happy every single time to tell everybody that he did it. Like he, we went to Islands for dinner. He went to the Islands bathroom. He had to go, we took, oh, this is something we did today. We went and took our Christmas card pictures. And he had to like do it on the beach. And it was fine. He did really good. That's but um, speaking of our Christmas card pictures, <laughs> this is something we uh, somebody already mentioned. I posted on Instagram, ask you guys to write any questions or topics or things we could talk about. And one of them was like the pressure moms feel around the holidays um, from a friend of the pod, <laughs> Laura Crowley. I mean, Laura Cates. Mm-hmm. Um, and she, it's so true. And even the Christmas cards, like the simplest thing, but there's so much pressure around it, I feel like. Mm-hmm. Or at least I feel that. I'm like... Mm-hmm. It needs to be a really good picture. Everybody needs to look really cute and be in their best clothes. And we need to have, we need to look really happy, even though this is a stressful thing and we're not having fun. We need to look like we're enjoying it. And I need to make sure it's like, I don't know. I feel like it needs, you know, people are using like tiny prints or like, what are the like fancy? Like, oh yeah, I've used it before. It's yeah, I know. <laughs> I never have. I refuse. <laughs> so expensive, but such good quality. Exactly. They are so expensive. But the thing is, everybody cares about, 
no one cares about your card as much as you care about your card. Like, no one is like, oh, Hannah really nailed this one. I mean, they think they Actually, think I, that. People have told me that. No. <laughs> <laughs> I think they say, yeah, you nailed that one. But I think they would say, that is such a cute picture. If it was your kids, like, you know, not perfectly perfect. You and I have a different approach when it comes to Christmas cards. I think every year, it's a... Fletcher's three, and every single year I've just been like, hey, you guys seem like you're in a good mood. Or, like, Fletcher seems like he's going to be, I'm going to do it right now. And I'm just like, like, last year I'm like, Judd, let's go outside. They're happy. And we went, ran outside and took some pictures in the backyard. What was last year's of yours? I don't remember. Laying in the grass. Was it good? <laughs> yeah. Heck yeah. What? <laughs> what do you mean? <laughs> See, I don't even remember your Christmas card. No, but I'm just kidding. But, no, that's so true. That's so much a better option than, like, and even me, I want to be, like, okay, what night can we get Megan Forbes to line her up and take our picture because it needs to be professional and da-da-da-da-da. And it's, like, I mean, I love Megan Forbes and I want to use her for everything. But also, it's, like, it's okay if it's just an iPhone photo. I mean, when it comes to printing it, especially if you're, like, me and printing at the cheap places, it looks pretty much the same, you know, because you're not using a nice printer. Yeah. But, I mean, Megan Forbes is unbeatable, obviously. But today, we decided we were just, this year, I decided I'm just going to do this myself. It's going to turn out fine. We're going to go out to the beach. And even if they're not smiling, they'll just be playing and they'll be happy and it'll be cute. No. It was freezing cold. <laughs> the wind was blowing. I refused to let them wear jackets because I didn't want the jackets in the picture. So in like all of them, Murphy's got his arms crossed. Moses' hair is blowing. His hair is way too long. You're supposed to cut it and you haven't. Um, it's blowing so bad and it's all parted to the side. So he literally looks like he's in like simple plan. Like it Aww. looks so bad. I mean, there's a few, there's a couple good ones and, and we'll make it work. So but it's just funny how that's like one more pressure, one more thing you've got to do in the holidays. And it's also one more thing to add to your budget. It's like mm -hmm. you're already spending all this money, but then you've got to do that. Then you've got to pay 55 cents each to mail them. Mm -hmm. Then you've got, you know, it's like, I don't know. There's just so many. You don't so have many. to do it. Oh, I know. I so. know. But I feel like I have to. No, I know. So do I. I love doing it, though. I think it's super fun. I, um, that reminds me of like the mental load that we carry as women and moms and wives. It's like you are constantly thinking of all these things and carrying them around in your head that like mm -hmm. a man is not thinking about at all. Like, when are we going to do our Christmas card picture? What is everybody going to wear? Like, oh mm -hmm. my goodness, we're out of toilet paper and we're out of paper towels or we're going to be out next week. And you know, yeah. like all these different things that, and what's for dinner tonight? What do we have in the freezer? Is there something that I can thaw out when we get home from these Christmas card picks? And it's just like this constant load that you're carrying in your head that's so hard and like I even heard that on a podcast recently like from from the time we're little girls we start doing that like start carrying oh, things so around weird. yeah um and how it's just so ingrained in us to be that way I heard someone call it the mother load recently like yeah. mental load mother load and how it's just like all the things that you can't even help but think about. Even if your husband said, I'll handle that, you wouldn't let him. Like mm -hmm. mentally you would still be thinking about, like if he, if Ethan was like, I'll handle the Christmas card, I'd be like, no, you're not. Like, yeah. <laughs> like I don't even want you to take it from me. That's the other problem. Yeah, It's like we act like it's this big mental load, and it is, and that like we don't want to carry it, but at the same time we're, t I am terrified of letting any of it go. Mm -hmm. Like, well, if, if I give that to you, I might not like the way it turns out, mm -hmm. which also isn't a healthy mindset. Like if he's willing to take it on, I should be, good with that yeah, but sure. it's very hard to do um I think great thing I heard about the holidays that I think is so is what I'm doing this year for the first time is writing down three things three holiday traditions that I 100% want to do with my kids between now and Christmas or with my family so like and not so it could be so that you don't like 
you aren't scrolling on Pinterest or Instagram or like, and you're like, okay, yeah, I think I do, I do want to try that. And then you're just like putting it all in your head of all these things that you want to do. And then Christmas rolls around or December 26 rolls around. And you're like, I didn't get into any of those crafts, you know, or whatever it is. And so I'm doing that. I'm like making a list. And right now I only have one thing on the list. I oh, think, it? And it's Poplar Grove Christmas lights, but something like that, like a, the Christmas light thing in your town or whatever, mm-hmm. or baking cookies for your neighbors or whatever you think is going to be a really fun memory to make with your kids. Just make, write down three things and just knock those three things out. And then you're going to feel accomplished and not feel so overwhelmed with like, that's so true. There were so many things I wanted to do. And, you know, that girl that I follow on social media, she seemed like she did all of them. Or <laughs> she did uh-huh. this thing and this girl did that thing. And That's so true. And, it, like, narrowing it down helps, too. Because, or, and, like, for me, it's like I keep, like you said, social media. And I'll be like, oh, that's such a good idea. I want to do that, too. And, like, I just keep, it's not that I'm like, oh, I'm not keeping up. It's like, oh, good, add that to the list. Instead of, like, no, 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 we have our three. Yeah, these are excited. We're excited about these three, and next year we can try one of those other three if we yeah. want to. Um, but it, yeah, it's so hard to stick with it too, because then you get start getting invited to stuff where people are like, "Do you want to do this? Do you want to do that?" And like all of a sudden, every weekend in December's filled up, and every yeah, like it gets away from you fast. But like one of mine, I think that I re- just remembered is like just this like salt dough handprint ornament that I want to do, and it's like your the upside down hand, and it looks like Santa. Yeah, I love that. Yeah, I think that's so cute, and I think that's going to be in my top three. <laughs> okay, <laughs> I'm <out> with <laughs> Megan today. Oh, our friend Megan. Hey, Megan, and she is like really into crafting this year this Christmas her her baby's about to be one but she's like doing all these adorable crafts and making them her gifts for like her in-laws and different people and it's such a good idea like she made like a little cutting board with his feet and did like mistletoes and tied like and it looks so cute and so then I was thinking like oh my gosh I haven't done any crafts and I don't even like I don't even want to do it because Mm -hmm. I just like the thinking about painting them and like it's just too much and then I was like Megan's like well come over to my house and I can help you and so then I was like okay I could try that and so also though I'm like but Megan doesn't really want to help all three of my kids try to paint their toes. And Murphy's feet are a little big for that. Like it's like, <laughs> But it's also the pressure of like, I, I get this feeling of like, well, I did that with Murphy, so I need to do that with Moses. And then I need to do it with Sonny too. Mm-hmm. Like I can't have this hand, sand, you know, handprint of Murphy when he was his first Christmas and I literally didn't do Moses's. Like mm-hmm. it's. That pressure adds up to the more kids you have, I feel like. Mm-hmm. Like, keeping the traditions alive is really hard. Yeah, that makes sense. But then sometimes you just have to think, I think about this. I'm like, now that I'm a 32-year-old, like, am I like, man, it's really so hurtful that my mom didn't do that with me on my first Christmas, but she did it with Sam. Like, mom, where is my salt <laughs> hand friend? <laughs> like, some things like that, it's just like, actually, it doesn't really matter. Like, they don't really, no, that's they're true. not going to be, like, hurt about that later in life. That's a good point. Um, okay, thanks. Maybe not everyone, but at least that doesn't bother me. <laughs> no, that's true. It's like um, how when, if you look back at ornaments, like there's like 20 that are first Christmas 1989, because that was me, mm-hmm. firstborn, and then there's like a little bit fewer for you, and then Austin probably doesn't even have one. Yeah. But like, <laughs> <Definitely>. <laughs> and it's okay. It's not like anyone's like, you don't he might. wish you had, oh, okay, Austin might wish he had a couple more. <laughs> so that's a special case there. <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh. okay so I think that was our first question right from Instagram was about the holiday pressure yes I think my number one um, answer to that would be the top three 
thing. That's so good. Choose them. I think that's really good. Okay, here's another one for me is the financial, the, the gift giving for our kids. And this is just some advice that I wanted to throw out there because I keep seeing, okay, mom groups on Facebook are truly crazy. <laughs> there are some very good, reasonable questions and posts. And then there's some other things that are just like very, very, very personal. Um, like, I don't even want to get into it. But anyways, and you know, probably a lot of our listeners are in those mom groups on Facebook. But I was um, noticing that everyone is posting like, need gift ideas for my three to six month old. And I'm like, no, you really don't. Because, and I don't think, I mean, you should get them gifts, 100%. But it's just like, if you're, it's your child's first or even second Christmas, like it's kind of your chance to just like lay low and you're kind of setting the standard. So like if you, I feel like, any of our kids' ages, really, like five and under, it's your chance to kind of be like, Santa doesn't bring, you know, a thousand dollar treehouse. Like mm-hmm. that's not what our Santa is about. And so, just kind of like you're setting yourself up right now for what they're going to expect for when they're, you know, six, seven, eight, nine, and really like mm-hmm. have gifts they want. Like right now, I just feel like it's a chance to kind of be chill about it and like pick a few small things. Like one thing our parents always did that I love and I'm doing, I do with my kids is that we got three things that we got to pick. Or do y'all do that? Well, we don't, my children don't remember any Christmases right so yet. far. So no, not really. I have not done that. So the three things was our parents used to tell us it was because Jesus got three things. Yeah. And so I we get that. three things and I love that. And I feel like it's really easier. Like I, I was talking to Murphy about that yesterday. I'm like, so we're going to, Santa's going to bring you three things because that's exactly what Jesus got. And so that's what Santa does too. You get to pick out three things and that you want to tell Santa that you want. And like in his mind, like that's easier. Like that's mm-hmm. what he wants. Like he would rather, you know, it's too overwhelming to say, what do you want? But like, if I can give you some ideas and you can think about just three, mm-hmm. I think it is an easier for the parents too. And then yeah. you don't have to think, oh, who got more presents? Oh no, I'm counting. And mm-hmm. because it's three, three and three, or mm-hmm. for me, it's three, three and three. And so I just think that's another good tip is to just like. And you also do a stocking too. Though. Yeah, yeah, yeah. A stocking with like smaller stuff for sure. But I mean like three toys, mm-hmm. like three like wish list kind of items that yeah. they really want. Definitely. Instead of trying to, it's just so overwhelming, the mm-hmm. gift giving and seeing like, oh gosh, these people got all this stuff or, and I think it's only going to get worse the older they get. I saw this thing the other day that was like, Santa's so tricky because like when your kids go to school. Santa brings this family all mm-hmm. of this stuff, but Santa only brings your family that little bit of stuff. What did you do wrong? Mm-hmm. Or why does Santa not? <laughs> and I never thought about that. Yeah. But I'm like, that is tricky. Yeah, for sure it is. And weird. But. I, yeah, I definitely don't want my kids getting very expensive things at Christmas and stuff like that where we're setting ourselves up to be like. Yeah. For them to be let down the following year. Right. You because know? really Fletcher is getting to that. Like Murphy remembers last Christmas mm-hmm. and like. You know what I mean? And can talk yeah. about it and say what he got. The other tip that I had, because this came up today, was like um, Murphy was talking about Christmas and like what Santa was going to bring. And then he was like, and Big Mom is going to give me stuff and Mimi's going to give me stuff. And, and I was like, yep, and Nene and Nana. Like, you're going to, you know, it's not just these three things you're telling me right now and all you're going to get. You know, it's mm-hmm. like you're going to get stuff from your grandparents and you're going to get stuff. And so... I don't know. You have to remember that as a parent, too. And and some people, that's not true. You might be the only people that are providing gifts to your kids. Mm-hmm. But if you do have extended family, like, 
you don't you're not the sole you don't have to be the sole gift giver hopefully so you can also ask people like tell them like oh Murphy said this but I've already gotten my three things so Mm -hmm. would you want to do this that's what I did this week with my grandma true and you could also take my approach, which is just not talk about it. <laughs> it's like, I'm like, what does Fletcher want from Santa? She's like, he doesn't know what that means. I'm like, what? <laughs> She's like, are you not doing Santa? I'm like, no, I'm going to do Santa. I think I just, um, I don't want to build it up too much. It's not even Thanksgiving yet. I'm like, I'm just not mentioning it really. I'm just, yeah. you know, living in the moment, if you will. <laughs> I'm not good at that. I'm like, okay, I want all this checked off before December 1st. I yeah. want everything bought. I want everything wrapped. I want my Christmas cards done. I don't know why I'm yep. like that. Joke's on me because December 24th is going to be rolling around. I'm going to be scrambling. <laughs> Sam's going to be chilling. No. <laughs> I just, I'm just trying to do a little bit, really for my budget, because I'd, I'd rather spend some money this month, spend some money next month, spread it out, and mm-hmm. not be all in December. For sure. That stresses me out. I know. it's it, Christmas can be so stressful. Which sucks. It shouldn't be. Like, oh, I hate I that it is that way. But, anyways. Anyways, what's another? Um, oh. Yeah, good question idea. thing that we had. Oh, speaking of the holidays, though, just while we're still on it, um, I did want to kind of plug our oh my goodness Freedom yes. Baptist. Oh. This is a really fun event. You can add it to your top three if the you want. Free event. It's in totally Wilmington. free in Wilmington on College Road. Our church is called Freedom Baptist, um, and we have a big living nativity hayride, and so you get with your whole family you get to get on a hayride and ride around our church. There's like a big fields in the back of our church and they do um, a living nativity with multiple scenes so you get to see the whole um, story story of Jesus's birth Mm -hmm. Um, and there's like cocoa and cookies and fire pits with s'mores live live music music. it is so much fun and so so, um, holiday-ish or Christmassy like you may recognize two of of the the cast And also the live music. (laughs) Um, Ethan, my husband plays some of the live music. Hannah and I are both in the Nativity and Sarah Murphy and uh, and Moses. Um, So it's just really fun. And it's pretty legit. Like, I feel like it's very well done. The costumes are good. And everyone that went last year loved it. I heard so many. Yeah, super fun. Yeah. Um, So that's something you can add. It's um, December 8th and 9th. And you can reserve your time. And I saw the website yesterday. Actually, it's freedomwilmington.org is where you can go on to we reserve can put that your in little the show notes s- yeah did reserve your spot but you can reserve your seat you have to basically reserve mm-hmm. your seats because all the there's only a limited number of hay rides each night and they fill up so if you do know you want to go with your family it's a good idea to go ahead and get your spot reserved and like For i said sure. it's totally free but you just have to reserve a spot so that it doesn't get um filled up on you that's super fun but it's very fun um so yeah there's a little plug yeah Shout out FBC. Yes, I know. Our dad is going to be so proud of this. <laughs> <laughs> okay, that's speaking of. The next question, it wasn't really a question, but I posted on our Instagram um, to get some ideas. And one of them was, um, talk about your parents. Oh. I know. And we would love to. Our, we are obsessed with our parents. We hang out with them pretty much every day. Um, we talk to them at least once. At least our mom, we talk to at least once a day. Usually Definitely. more. And um, yeah, they're great parents. <laughs> <laughs> what did we talk about about them? I was thinking about um, like how they were really good at holidays and gift giving, and like yeah. thinking of really creative things to make it really fun. One thing that um, this actually started. Um, we the three gifts was their idea. They taught us that, but also um, at one point when we were really little, my dad was like, 
Um, well, he hid all of our presents for one. <laughs> and we came downstairs Christmas morning and we had no gifts. And we, Oh, after we had been fighting, you mean? Yes. And we yeah. all were bawling, crying. And because we thought that we had been so bad and fought so much that Santa didn't bring us any presents. Because we were fighting on the night of Christmas Eve. And they were like, if y'all don't straighten up, y'all might not get any presents tomorrow. And we couldn't <laughs> stop fighting. And We so- used to fight a lot. Not me and Hannah necessarily, but we would fight with Austin a lot. And this I was when like, we were like, I don't even know. I think five? I was probably eight. So yeah. maybe like eight, six, and four. Or maybe younger. Maybe seven, five, and yeah, three. Yeah, probably. So, so we woke up the next morning <laughs> and had zero <laughs> gifts. Fletcher's age. <laughs> small. We had zero gifts. and um, Literally bawling. And my dad was videoing us crying. <laughs> and we were throwing all of our friends under the bus <laughs> oh, saying, really? they fight way more than we do. Let's call them. I was like trying to get my dad to call my friend Lacey's dad <laughs> to see if they got presents. Because I was like, maybe Santa didn't even come. I don't know. But like, <laughs> we were so I was dead serious, terrified, <laughs> so upset. And I just think about this is even funnier because my parents were like younger than I am now and probably just like dying laughing at yeah. us, like thinking it was so funny because they knew all along their gifts were just hidden in a different room. Yes. And so that my dad, I, I guess that's when he got out the clues. I don't know. I don't remember when we started doing clues. I don't remember. But anyways, he revealed that they were just like in the back bedroom. Everything was in the back bedroom. And Santa had hit him and tricked us to make us realize that we needed to actually be nice because he really did have the power to just snatch (laughs) his gifts right out from under us. But anyways, so the next year it became like a tradition for my dad to always hide our presents. And um, he would leave us clues. Like everybody would have sticky note or index card with their clues. And my dad's really good at like... Our dad, sorry, is really good at like rhyming and making poems. And so it would all be like rhyming clues and you'd have to like go around the house and find your presents. So we actually did it that. It would like with, lead you to one, another yeah, clue that present. lead you to another clue. Yeah. Right. But it would be one for each present, I think. Like, okay. I think it was like. But then it would be like, you know, <laughs> I don't know. Do you um, have an example? Just something like, then you would go like, look in the oven. Like it would uh-huh. be like, this thing is hot in the kitchen. Like, yeah. We, we might know. have a pan or a pot. It gets really hot. Check out the kitchen for the next spot. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Okay. <laughs> but no, it was really fun as kids to go and like have to hunt down your presents instead of just walking downstairs and there's everything. Um, and so we actually started doing that with Murphy um, last year because he could kind of understand Murphy and Moses. Um, and we read the things out and because obviously can't read yet, but we would read the clues and he would have to go find them. And it really made the whole morning last longer, too. It wasn't yeah. like a rush and now it's over. Um, they had to kind of like walk around together and read the clues and find it. And we had so much fun doing that. Yeah. I think we did it for each gift or we may have just done it for the big gift. Like they got a Bronco Maybe. ride on oh. Bronco last year. So we might have just done clues to lead to the Bronco. Oh, gotcha. But it was very fun. That's so fun. Um, so that's a good thing. But anyways, we're talking about our parents. But they're just um, fun. <laughs> yeah. They're definitely, they were good creative. at, um, they're very creative parents, but also really good at just um, parenting with the relationship in mind, like we've talked about before from the Andy Stanley book, and just being our, um, like, <laughs> a parent and a friend, and but not too friendly. Like, they were definitely in charge and, like, to be respected, but... I don't know. They were just, they just were so smart, I feel like, and strategic in their parenting. I don't even know if how, if they were being, if they were intentionally being as strategic as they were. Because they were really young. Yeah, they were. I mean, my mom was, when my mom was 25, she already had three kids. Mm-hmm. And 
my dad was 27. So they were very young parents. Um, but like, I just think about like us getting our ears, like all of the piercings and yeah. stuff. Like my dad took me to get my nose pierced when I was 15. And then I was just like, okay, this isn't that cool. And it took right. it out like two months later. Like, like you said, when we had Emily on, like th- what they just didn't like fight f- about something that doesn't really matter. It was more like pick your battles. Like yeah. they were good at like, this isn't hurting anyone. Mm-hmm. It's not that big of a deal mm-hmm. about certain things. Like the dating thing mm-hmm. and stuff like that. Like always like said, my dad's like, Oh, that he's cute. Did you like, do you like him? Yeah. Always oh, like girl, he likes you girl. <laughs> <laughs> Definitely. Like, not like you cannot date a, any right. boys until you're 16 and all that stuff. Right. And just like, we always wanted to be at home with them. Like we, we wanted our friends to go to our parents' house. Yeah. Like we were happy to like our boyfriends hang out over there. We weren't like, trying to always be gone like we because they didn't make us feel like we should want to be gone yeah or something like it wasn't like we were not we didn't have fun we were at home we were having fun at home yeah that's definitely one of my goals as a parent Judson and I like I mean I'm sure it's most parents goals but it's like you want your house to be the house that the kids want to come hang out at Mm -hmm. it's like absolutely it's like the reason to get like a pool and like a a dirt bike track maybe (laughs) yeah just kidding (laughs) um but no it's like we want, especially once they're teenagers, yeah. like you want, you don't want them running off to someone else's house where you don't necessarily know what's going on. Mm-hmm. Like the more you can have them at home and with the, and wanting to be with their siblings and wanting to be with each other, it's yeah. like the best. For sure. Um, yeah. They're our parents. parents. They're good. <laughs> um, if you want to hear more from um, our dad, you can come to Freedom Baptist. <laughs> Another plug for Please. our church. <laughs> we love new young people at our church. Um, we would love to have you. And we have a great children's ministry, too, if you're looking for a church. Um, so one question we got, and this one is so real and tough. Okay. Um, and actually, it's not really a question, but it's a topic, I guess. Intimacy with your spouse when you're breastfeeding and or pumping. Oh, gosh. It sucks. <laughs> <laughs> not intimacy. Oh, my God. It's difficult. It's really hard. I just think it's. You don't feel like your body is your body. No, and it's and it's not, and it's actually science. I mean, the hormones are. I don't know. I actually don't know the science, but I know it's a real thing where you're just not feeling. I don't know. When I think if you've been like when you're breastfeeding, you're being touched and like all day, and your body's mm-hmm. being used for other purposes all day and you're just like by the time the kids do go to bed like the last thing you want is for someone else to need your body Mm -hmm. like are you kidding me like Mm -hmm. (laughs) you don't want to be that way but that's how you feel like Mm -hmm. oh okay you know it's like and I think it's hard because your husband or your spouse like doesn't understand understand and they can't um and they can't really feel how you're feeling but I do think it's important to just like talk about it and to not just be like, no, I'm tired. No, I'm not. No, or I don't know. It's like explaining that I think makes a big difference mm-hmm. to them. Like to actually say, this is how I'm feeling. And I just think you have to give yourself space and time. And it's crazy. For me, it's like all of a sudden it's, I'm back. I'm normal. Mm-hmm. I feel great about it. Like, mm-hmm. you know, it like comes really quickly. All, mm-hmm. I, not quickly. It feels like it's forever probably for your husband too. They're like, yeah, you good? Mm-hmm. <laughs> but then all of a sudden you're like, oh, I feel like myself again. When you're done breastfeeding, you mean? Yeah, or even later into breastfeeding. Mm-hmm. Like, 
Like when you're not doing it when every three hours. When it's not every two or three hours yeah. and it's not as all, constant. Like through the night and all. Yeah, but like I would say those first three months, no way. It's yeah. too constant. Or maybe even for six months. It's yeah. so constant. I, I'm, I totally agree. And I also, this is another encouragement for you, anyone, but not about intimacy necessarily, but I just heard on a podcast one time, or maybe it was in a book, but it was Jenny Allen, and she just said like, this please never consider leaving your spouse when you have young children because it is just hard and you're just learning and it's such a difficult season. Like it's going to get better. Like the relationship is so strained during that time. And this is not nothing to do with the person who asked this question at all or even about this question, but just in general, like I just see people like in my mom Facebook groups who are like, we have a 10 month old. I'm leaving my husband. Da, 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 da. And I'm like, but you're not yourself mm-hmm. and he's not himself and you're in this whole new relationship now really we talk about all the time how like it's it changes you when you become a mom but it really changes your whole family and your whole dynamic like mm-hmm. of how you are, interact with each other and it's just like give it a little time yeah definitely it's so hard it's like crazy it's so <laughs> all hard. of it is crazy and it's, the other night we were like eating dinner and both of our kids just started they were just like screaming <laughs> one of them was crying one of them was screaming and whining about the food and stuff and Judson and I just looked at each other and just like and I feel like I could have cried or I could have just laughed and we yes. both just started laughing like this is nuts like it's pretty what much we're going through right now is insane <laughs> every minute of the day you either cry or laugh yes <laughs> choose one <laughs> but it's so uh, yeah. Just it's just good to like because then right then if y'all are both looking at each other and laughing it's like you're on the same page yes. you're on the same team it's not like this is someone's fault yeah and it's just like keeping in mind that you are a team and like you are working together against this really huge challenge that is raising kids like mm-hmm. you're not each other's enemy in this tough challenge you're the the challenge is not your relationship the challenge is the raising the kids yeah like kind of seeing it that way yeah I don't know not working against it you said working against it oh but you said working against raising kids but not working against not working working against raising kids but that is a challenge working it's that challenge like the 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 per the yeah I see what you're saying the thing we're fighting here is this challenge of of raising kids and we are a team here against yeah. this other team not our kids being the other team <laughs> I don't know saying. I'm just just that's what I'm next like question <laughs> the enemy oh my gosh. The enemy. Satan <laughs> oh my gosh okay next 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 uh, <laughs> don't embarrass me <laughs> um. The next question, we just got this, it just came through, um, says, going from one baby to multiple, how do you overcome mom guilt? Okay. Mom guilt. From uh, one to two, like, I guess mom guilt for, like, not being fully present with your first, maybe. Like, do you feel uh-huh. that guilt that comes from that? Uh-huh. Or did you have that? I um, didn't. I, I don't know if I had that. Like I, maybe before, think about before Fletcher was born. Like, were you fearful or anxious at all? Before Hank was born? Yes, sorry. Before Hank was born. Um, I was. I definitely think everyone goes through a time when you're like, there's no way possible that I'm going to love the second child <clears throat> as much as I love this first baby right here. Like, I can't. It's impossible. We can't. We're obsessed with him. We can't do it. And one of my um, friends told me, her mom always says to everyone, 
your love doesn't get divided. It multiplies. (laughs) It's true. (laughs) And it is so true. And I remember just being shocked and and in awe of the way I felt about Hank the minute he came out. I was like, I swear that was also because you had a C-section. Oh yeah. Well, it was (laughs) incredible and it was the best feeling like I've ever had in my life. And I just think that, um, so I think that you can really get yourself worked up and worried about that and everyone does it and it's okay to do that, but you're, it's nothing to worry about at all. You're going to love that second baby just as much as you love your first. For sure. I cried so much leading up to Moses being born because I felt like um, somehow I was doing Murphy a disservice by t- you know having him having to now share share the share every attention mm-hmm. um, the love the attention the house the toys everything and then I someone I think maybe you were like do you ever remember being an only child and I was like no exactly like mm-hmm. Murphy's not gonna look back and be like oh. I wish I was an only child. He was two. (laughs) So nice when I was 18 months and I was by myself in this joint. (laughs) Exactly. And it's like really giving um, your child a sibling is such an amazing gift. And we, I mean, we have each other and we have always had each other. And it's like truly the biggest blessing in my life. I say that constantly. Like, and I always ask Murphy, like, who's your best friend? Because I want that to be Moses for him. And it is, I mean, for now for sure, if not Fletcher, but he's very, um, I just think it's such a gift to them. So if you can see it as that way, that like, you're not taking anything from them. In fact, you're giving them something that's so much better. Mm -hmm. Um, not, not that there's a problem with having an only child. I'm not saying that. I just think that if you are planning on having more kids, that it really is a gift to them. Mm -hmm. And, um, I think one thing that's hard in the, um, beginning stages of this though when you do have the baby Mm -hmm. is that you feel like your husband gets to do all the fun stuff with your toddler and you're like I want to do that that. yeah Yeah. one of my friends had it too like where she's like you're just so lucky like you get to do bedtime with him every night and I just want to do it and he's like okay you can do it like let's do it together Mm -hmm. I'll hold the baby you do it you know and it's your hormones raging too yes because like we always say, it takes 40 weeks for those hormones to build up and then it take it. they all come crashing down in six to eight weeks. And it's a wild time of a lot of crying and stuff. Yeah, and I do remember Fletcher saying one time to me, like he was on, he like, I don't even know, but he was like, I don't like you. Like I want dad. And I started sobbing. I mean, I was like, he doesn't even like me anymore. <laughs> like, and Judson's like, it's okay. You know, like freaking out. Right. I was freaking out. Fletcher's just looking at me like, why are you crying? And I'm like, that was so mean. He doesn't even just, know that that's me. Yes. But that definitely made me feel like, cause it's, it's because I'm always taking care of the baby. So mm-hmm. I feel like that is a thing for sure where you but you have to remember, they're never going to remember, like you're no. saying. Yeah. And it's like, um, I was just thinking about, I, I struggled really bad when that same thing. But, like, depending on your age gap, like, it feels like, especially the two-year age gap, and that's the only age gap I know, 18 months and two years. But the two-year age gap, it's like, two is so fun. And, oh, my gosh, he can do all of these things, and I'm missing out. Like, mm-hmm. like Hannah was just saying, but you know how... It's like the age difference then is massive. It's such a huge, it feels mm-hmm. like I'm just sitting here with this baby I don't even know. And they're just, all they do is nurse and sleep. And, and Ethan's outside on the swing set and doing mm-hmm. this, this, and that. And like, then your third baby comes and you're like, I'll be in here chilling. Y'all have fun. Have fun on the swing set, Ethan. <laughs> but no, it's just like, and now Moses is just like, 
I don't know. I'm obsessed with Moses. Everyone knows that. <laughs> but it's just, it, it does just totally shift. And it's so hard to, you, you don't, you won't know until you're in it. Like you won't, mm-hmm. you're going to still have guilt and fear and, and anxiety before it happens. And then it's going to happen. And you're just going to be like, I can't, I can't even imagine, imagine our family mm-hmm. without this baby. Exactly. This baby is was meant to be in our family. And mm-hmm. it's just going to feel like your family, he was always there. She was always there. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I just. The Lord always provides that. The like, love you need. And yeah. The peace and it's it. just such a gift that that happens where you're just like, I can't even imagine what it was like without you. Mm-hmm. And it's so cool. I just feel like there's so many times in your life where you worry about things and you're like, you know, and then you're, and then you're like, oh, that happened, and you know, and it's fine, everything's fine, and I'm so happy to be where I'm at now. Mm-hmm. Or you yeah, know, he just true. provides that contentment and the peace that, um, and for every season, absolutely, it really is. I mean, again, a gift to your kids. Yeah. I, I believe it's a gift to your kids. Totally. Okay, another question that we got um, was is this the last one. This is the last Instagram question, unless one pops up between now and then. But, yeah, we can start wrapping it up after this. But um, the question was, or I guess it's a question, advice for the couple that's trying to have a baby with no luck. Oh. Um, I don't have – okay, well, there is one thing that I feel like I heard one time. Like a practical thing? Yes, it's a practical thing that I heard one time. That I'm like, you know what? I've never heard of this before. And anytime anyone ever asks me or mentions this, like a client or anything, I'm just going to tell them and see. And it was on a podcast and the girl was like, you know, we tried for this many months and, you know, it it just wasn't happening for us. And then we tried (laughs) pre-seed. And she was like, if you don't know what pre-seed is, look it up um, because we tried it and then we got pregnant the next, you know, that with it like immediately you know and so I was like oh I wonder what this is I have so many friends who are you know struggling with infertility or whatever and I googled it thinking it was going to be like a crazy medicine or something that was expensive and it was a (laughs) L-U-B-E literally it's a target and it was like twenty dollars or something and for some reason it helps like and it I don't want to like go into details I guess you should just look it up but there were so many good reviews and I have since asked a couple of clients who just about it and they're like yeah I tried that it didn't work so I don't know I mean it's obviously not like 100% guaranteed but um, it's worth a shot because it's not expensive and you can read the reviews and it's really really good reviews at least on target.com so that's so good I um one that I was going to say that helped me get pregnant with Moses um, was the ovulation kits, which I'm sure if, if you're asked this question or if you're in this situation, you've already tried these, but you can just also get them at Target or Amazon. Um, it's like the one first response, I think, or clear blue maybe. And it's just like a pregnancy test. You pee on a stick right before, right after your period, all the days leading up to when you should ovulate. And then it's like a smiley face that tells you when you're in your peak when your peak fertile window basically so it flashes um or I think it's a solid smiley leading up to your day of ovulation and then it becomes a flashing smile like when you're ovulating Mm -hmm. and so it just gave me peace about like okay at least I know we tried on the right days Mm -hmm. so like if it didn't happen it's okay but we did everything that we could that month 
instead of feeling like well, maybe it wasn't my ovulation. I don't even know if I was even ovulating. How do I know? And so, because yeah. some people are like, oh, I always know when I'm ovulating. I'm like, you do? But I don't feel like I know the signs, I mm-hmm. guess, for my body mm-hmm. um, when I am. So that just helped me know exactly like when to have and SEX. You were using a period tracker app and it was wrong. Right, so just you were last using week that. too. Oh, it was. Well, no, but I mean, like it yeah. was telling you. I'm not trying to get pregnant right now. <laughs> ovulating. <laughs> this should be. <laughs> this should be when I'm ovulating is what my app said, and then come to find out when I use the ovulation kit, it was wrong. It was, it was wrong. off by multiple days or whatever. Sure. Mm-hmm. So, um, but I'm also sure, like you're saying, that whoever asked this question has probably done this stuff. So we don't really have great advice for this, but those are the two things that I feel like. What I would say another piece of advice would just be to, well, obviously to pray about it a lot and to just. Keep communicating with your partner. I think what I've heard from other friends of mine who have tried and had to try for a long time was that um, it really can kind of lead to a riff in your relationship because you're so, um, you're only kind of having sex when you're supposed to and it's all to get pregnant and just mm-hmm. like, and I just think it can be so tough. And I, I, I hate that for you that it's that's been a struggle and I know there's other people listening that have also struggled with that same thing and, and are struggling with it right now and it's it's such a weird thing and it's really hard too because from what I've heard like you can't the doctor like a fertility person won't see you until you've tried for a full year oh. um and so that's really hard too because it's like we were talking about with Catherine last week like those two week windows mm-hmm. it's so exhausting mm-hmm. like yeah. Okay, two weeks before we can try. Now we're trying. Two weeks until we can test. Now, oh, it's negative. Two weeks again, it's just. Yeah, and then you start your period, and then you mourn that you're starting your period. And yeah. Like, it's like. When it's funny, I was just talking to another friend this past week who's um, not even trying, mm-hmm. but it took her a while the first time to get pregnant. And so now, even now, it's like triggering for her to get mm-hmm. a period. Like, mm-hmm. oh, man. I, d- I don't even want to get pregnant, but now that sucks. Uh, that hurts my feelings, kind of. It's uh, like mm-hmm. just in the back of my head and how like it just kind of sticks with you so I would just say that we hate that for you (laughs) and we want to encourage you that you know and we said I hate to keep saying Catherine said Catherine then but (laughs) we talked about last week too Mm -hmm. like we don't want to give you unsolicited you know encouraging words that yeah that you don't want yeah Mm -hmm. I just kind of want you to know that we will be praying for you yeah we really want you to you know the Lord wants you to have the desires of your heart Mm-hmm. He knows the desires of your heart and wants to give them to you. And he's so always on time for sure. Mm-hmm. That's sure. a yeah. That's a tough question. Mm-hmm. Okay. Well, was there anything else you want to talk about? Okay, I do want to say one more thing because this is just has been on my heart, and I don't know why. I mean, I do know why, but I shouldn't say on my heart. It's been on my mind. I guess my heart too. But I and I've already told you this, but I feel very strongly about. And this is just coming up to the holidays, so I feel like it's relevant. The way people treat their in-laws. Uh. <laughs> I've told you this, but I just would encourage you, listeners, to give your in-laws a chance. <laughs> um, or a break. Or a break. <laughs> and I would. Break. I just have heard a lot of stories lately, not even from the mom, but from the in-law. Does that make sense? Like, um. Mm my mother-in-law's friends maybe or something like that like we'll say um this is happening to her this is happening to them and it's just like people being kind of hurtful towards their in-laws or excluding them from something or making them feel like they don't know what they're talking about or just being hurtful to them and I just think like 
my in-laws are a huge gift to me. I mean, even this weekend, they kept my kids overnight, and they take such good care of them, and um, we have a good relationship. This isn't to say that, like, you can't, I don't know. I just feel like it's such a cultural thing to be, like, anti-mother-in-law, anti-in-laws. Like, it's even movies. There's a movie called Monster-in-Law, right? Mm -hmm. It's like a thing. But I just think that... Your, your in-laws love you so much and love your children so much. And I just think you should um, consider them when you're when you're making plans and when you're thinking about, you know, what you want to do for the holidays. And it's not saying include them in every single thing that you're doing. Mm-hmm. But pick something. Like if it's the Poplar Grove thing or if it's the Living Nativity. Just like mm-hmm. reaching out to them. And it would I think it would mean way more than you know. Yeah. And I would also just encourage you. this, And I talked about this today with my friend Megan again, but she said having a child really changed her view of her in-laws. She loves her in-laws, but she was like, when I had Rhett as her baby, she was like, I realized if, if that's how they feel about, if they feel about Jason, like I feel about Rhett, then, oh my gosh, I want them here whenever they want to be here. And I want them to be able to be around us. And, and it was just like, I feel like you should think about that too. And definitely that's what I was going to say is like, especially all the moms of boys out there like us, yes. like I'm always like one day I'm going to be a mother-in-law and like, and how I do hope I want? they include me or whatever. And so yeah. it is so important or to think that our kids, all of our kids are going to grow up one day and we're going to be in that situation. So it's kind of like put yourself in their shoes, I guess. Yeah. And yeah. just think about, I also think it's funny. Like when people think that, you know, their in-laws don't know what they're talking about or something. And it's like, but they did raise the person that you were thought was good enough to marry. So yeah. like they do know something. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so I don't know. I just, I've been wanting to say that for a long time. I've mm-hmm. told you that. Like mm-hmm. I just, if for some reason it's something that's really passionate. I'm very passionate about is just like, I think you're wasting um, a resource. Like I think they want to help you. They can help you and they love you and they want to be with you. So just find a time to make that happen. Mm-hmm. So I would say. That's great. Um, finally, I got to share that. <laughs> Shout out to my in-laws, Karen and Randy, <laughs> friends of the pod. <laughs> um, okay, Hannah, should we ask any questions? <laughs> That's our question now. I don't have any more questions. I don't um, think I do either. Well, I do want to say just thank you guys so much for listening. Yeah, and it's for fun. all the encouragement and support you've sent our way has meant so much. Um. We love, we've loved recording and putting them out and we're just grateful. Yes. It's been so much fun. And now, um, in this podcast and go make your list of three things you want to do this holiday season or Christmas season. I was just saying not holiday, (laughs) (laughs) Um, but make your list and knock them off and don't put too much pressure on your Christmas cards. They're going to be great. I promise. (laughs) None won't, but okay oh my gosh all right guys we will talk to you next week for the season finale of we used to be cool later